This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hello and welcome to the show. It's so good to be with you. In this show, I'm going to focus on innovation business case. So what is an innovation business case? Why do you need one? And how on earth do you go about starting to put an innovation business case together? We'll talk about the challenges of building one, how you reduce uncertainty, and I'll give you a suggested step-by-step approach. So if you've not done one before, or if you have done one and found it a real pain to do, or you weren't sure about what you were doing, don't worry, because you're in good hands. Um, I'm going to give you a whole checklist and everything you need to get going with your innovation business case. And I'll share with you the essential ingredients that every innovation business case needs to have and also the importance of thinking about not just the business case itself, but how you transition from your business case to business as usual and build that into your thinking. If you've got any questions or anything along the way, please let me know. I'm here to answer your questions and try and help you with your innovation. So I would love to hear from you. So the objective of this whole show is for you to think commercially about your ideas and innovations because every innovation brings with it a degree of risk and reward and that's inherent, isn't it? By definition, an innovation is something that hasn't been done before and it hasn't been done in this way at this time by you. So thinking it through is really important and really weighing up the risks and the potential benefits. And of course, you can mitigate or reduce your risk and you can increase the reward. And actually putting together a really solid business case helps you with that whole process. It doesn't have to be long or fancy, but having a written business case can be just such a big help because it helps you get out of your head onto the page all the things that you're thinking. It means you can share it with other people so they can give you some helpful input as well. And also, if you are looking for investment or support or buy into what you're suggesting, then it lays everything out really clearly. So there's less room for misunderstanding or for people not quite to get what it is that you're proposing. So an innovation business case captures why you want to action your innovation. It's usually very short. Um, I've both presented and submitted, created business cases for tens and tens of millions of investment. And some of those have been two or three pages long. If you are really thoughtful and you structure it well and you have the relevant information to hand, you can make them nice and concise. And I've also been on the receiving end of lots of investment business cases for innovation as well. And what I want to do here is just share some things with you that are often missing and help you do an even better and more solid job of your innovation business case. Because it's really important that you think through what are the tangible and non-tangible risks and benefits of the innovation and that you're very clear and explicit about those. There will be some things that you just don't know and it's important that you capture those too rather than trying to dodge them. 
So in your innovation business case, just really you know, sit down and work through the costs, efficiencies, increased revenues, along with all the key financials that you think you'll need. And you could argue, well, how do I know how much I'm going to sell? How do I know how much money I'm going to save or what it's going to cost? You know, I've not done it yet. I've no idea. I've not done this before. But it's still important that you give your best guess, your best estimate as to what you think these costs and benefits will actually be. And don't worry if they're out, they usually are inaccurate, but you need them for planning. You need them for forecasting. You need them to test out whether or not these scenarios of how many you're going to sell and how much money you're going to make and so on are really going to be feasible and achievable. And you'll need it for all sorts of things like cash flow forecasting as well. But overall, the fundamental purpose of a business case is to stack up whether or not this is worth doing or not. So here are some headings. The headings are what's the purpose of your innovation business case. So I write these out as headings and I start to populate them as I'm working through. Summarize the opportunity. Why do customers need this right now? What are competitors doing? Where's the gap in the market? How attractive is the market? How does this fit with your wider business and the context of your bigger portfolio? What's your definition of success? You know, that's super important to know what success looks like and define that. Outline the key risks and mitigations and all the non-tangible costs and benefits. Non-tangible means the things that you can't measure that aren't quantifiable. So it could be reputation, it could be learning, it could be those sorts of things. What's the impact on the value chain or the wider business? For instance, will you need to bring in people from sales or marketing or production or logistics or tech or whatever it is? Because usually when you're doing something in an existing business, you'll need to draw on those resources to make the innovation happen. How are you going to implement it and when? What assumptions are you making? And then include all the financials. Always do three scenarios. The best scenario, the most likely and the worst case for your cost savings and revenues. And this is called sensitivities, to give yourself more of a bandwidth rather than a specific single line. Think about how it's going to impact your cash flow and project that forwards. And what are the opportunity costs or the other things that you could be doing instead of this particular innovation? What else could you be investing in or spending your time on? And then finally round off with a conclusion, recommendation and next steps. So. The biggest challenges that I see people struggling with when they're aiming to build an innovation business case are that they've no clear definition of success, they have inaccurate or incomplete information. And also remember that there's no such thing as perfect information, particularly where you're looking at forecasting into the future. So at some point you're gonna have to make a judgment call and recognize that you're not gonna have all the answers to all the questions. And you're just gonna have to decide when enough is enough, when you think you've got enough to go on. But still, you know, there is some information that you probably could get that you've not got. And it's about going out and sourcing that. Again, forecasting how your innovation will perform. Some people are very risk averse. Some people are a bit gung-ho and they'll give anything a go and, you know, try and skip through things because they're excited about the innovation. So really try and be objective and let the, the work you've done, the numbers and the facts and the idea and the customer response do the talking. 
try and be more objective and avoid too much emotion or too much intuition. You're going to need some intuition because, as I've said, you don't know all the answers. You're not going to be able to answer all the questions that you've got and it's going to be a judgment call. And of course, different people have different points of view. So you'll be dealing with multiple stakeholders, multiple interests. Some people just don't give it enough time and and don't have a clear process. So, you know, sit down, make yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, work through those headings, get all your information together and start to draft it and work through it. When it comes to reducing uncertainty, you know, innovation comes with risk. It's inherent. It's part of innovation. But make sure you identify and discuss the unknowns clearly in your business case and try to identify them. Don't just brush them aside, address them head on. And that will actually give your innovation business case far more credibility than if you just pretend that all these risks don't exist and gain as much clarity as you can on the things that you can. Don't be distracted, focus on the things that make a material difference. You don't have to go down every rabbit hole to find every little bit of information for your innovation business case. It's about finding out the things that really matter. What are the levers, what are the inputs and the outputs and the costs and the revenues that are gonna make a real difference, a material difference. Think about using the bulletproofing technique that I've talked about in other podcasts that I'll link to down here and really focus on which are the risks that are most likely to occur and which ones, if they were to occur, would be a big problem. Think about those and work out what is your strategy for dealing with those risks. And just bullet points or your answers to these questions. You've got the headings down. I gave you the headings on the earlier slides. And think about all those questions that I've got on here too. What is the opportunity here? What else is available? What's the gap that your innovation fills? And is that a real gap? Is that a gap that customers you know, will value you solving a problem in that space? And working through these questions and those headings gives you the core structure of your business case. I'd also, alongside that, alongside the written side of things, create a spreadsheet that shows the timing and amounts for all the cost efficiencies and revenue. By the way, when I talk about efficiencies, I'm talking about savings because sometimes we might want to invest in something, say a piece of machinery that's going to save us production cost. And the key is in the production cost saving rather than any revenue benefit, for instance. So efficiencies are important too. And think about just Get all those costs down, the capital expenditure needed, employee costs, operational costs, any other costs you can think of. The ones that people often forget are things like legal, admin, accountancy, insurance, intellectual property, and have a go. Do have a go at having the projected sales from your innovation. If you don't know where to start with projected sales, I suggest you have a think about how many you think you could sell per week or per month what would be a realistic sales volume and think about what you've based that on and again remember do a worst case a most likely case and a best case scenario this is really important because then you can say in the worst case scenario is that a scenario that I think I could live with is that a scenario that I think uh, would be okay would be affordable financially it would be okay from a reputational perspective too and the best case scenario you can think okay well if that were to happen what would I put in place to gear up for that 
So having these different sets of numbers and assumptions is really important to give you a space, as I say, that bandwidth that you can operate within. And think about, just step back, you've got everything together, you've written your argument down, you've got the numbers there ready, and then it's really important you leave them for a while, come back, take a step back and say, in the round, do the potential benefits really and truly justify the effort the risk and the investment. When is this investment likely to pay back? And how will this investment impact our cash flow? So what are we likely to be spending and when? And can we afford to spend that from a cash flow perspective at those times? So you've got all this written up and make sure you adapt it to your needs. But you should have everything in front of you then that you need to make a decision. And with some tidying up, you can share with others. You can find more information on this sort of subject, anything that's innovation related, you'll find at bigbangpartnership.co.uk slash resources. So head over there and do fill your boots with all the free material and resources that there is. Otherwise, I'm Joe at bigbangpartnership.co.uk. You can email me direct. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm really happy to share this presentation and some other bits and pieces I've got for you as well. So that's it from me today. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show, brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.